The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. What have you said to me recently? Recently. Rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And uh, yeah, I just thought I'd humor you guys there with the recently thing. I'm not very good at it. <clears throat> I don't like interrupting the great James Earl Jones when he does that. <laughs> In any case, if you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, uh, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and you'll see that we're streaming live there. Blow that up on whatever device you've got, and then click on the icon there. Um, join us in the chat. We've got a lot of friends in the chat this morning, and great to see all of you again this morning. And <clears throat> and appreciate your support. I, I really do. Every morning, uh, seeing the familiar names, uh, I don't see faces in there. It'd be kind of cool if they kind of like had, you know, where everybody could 
I don't know, join in like a Zoom thing, you know, and it came up instead of your name, it was like a little thing with your face or something or whatever. Anyway, um, it's it's always great to see you guys, and it's very encouraging. So thank you. Thank you to everybody who listens on Red State Talk Radio as well. And um, <clears throat> so if you want to join us in that, you know, click on that, blow that up. And then Bradley's show from yesterday is also available. That will still be up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central today. And then he will go live in that section on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, right above that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that. We don't rent, uh, rent, sell, or spam your email. One email from us a day, and that includes the morning show archive. And then if you would like to help us in what we do, and that includes radio, internet, and uh, all over the United States as far as uh, going and giving um, our Christian constitutional heritage, then there is a way you can help us in that. And again, we don't ask you for money. We just let you know here's how you can help if you want to help. There's a donate button at the top. Of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or become a son or daughter of liberty. That's our monthly partners. That's also at the top of the page. And um, you get some goodies with that and that discounts in the store and stuff like that. And speaking of the store, this week we are highlighting, um, and I had it open here. Yep, there it is. I'm going to have to refresh it for the picture, though. I don't know why Squarespace does this, but anyway, the second time around, usually it, uh, it'll load up. In any case, we are highlighting the To Spit Against Heaven DVD. Um, this is the one where Bradley exposes the sodomite agenda. And uh, so that's normally $20. If uh, you want to pick that up this week through Saturday night at midnight and you use the promo code repent, you'll get uh, 20% off the DVD. Okay. So use promo code repent in the store for to spit against heaven and you'll get 20% off. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> you're going to scare me early this morning if you put out a video, huh, Suzanne? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no more scarier than when I roll out of the bed and my beard's doing this and hair's, oh, it's awful. By the way, I had to, uh, <laughs> had my first experience last night that reminded me of my childhood. How many of you guys ever put, you, you, you did what mom and dad said not to do, and you chewed bubble gum in the bed and fell asleep and it fell out of your mouth and got in your hair. How many of you guys did that stuff, right? So <laughs> my son is in the shower with bubble gum. Now, I don't know how this happened, okay? He's in the shower with bubble gum and he starts whining. And so I go in there to see what's happened. His bubble gum has made it from here to right back here where, where his crown is. And it's all, it's like down to the scalp, right? So <laughs> I'm like, son, how did you get bubble gum here in the shower? How did this happen? I don't know. You know, you know we, we don't, we never know. Of course, you know, you know, did you like just have it in your hand and stick? I, I don't understand. Anyway, um, coconut oil and lots of pulling on it. And finally, we got it out. But <laughs> I just walked out thinking, boy, I did some stupid things when I was a kid uh, that my mom and dad had to deal with stuff like that. I'm so thankful, um, you know, for the patience of my parents. I've told you about my parents and um, just their utter kindness and love to me to bring me into their home uh, as an adopted son. And I look back at stuff like that and they pale in comparison to some of the wicked things I did. There's no question about that. But I just, you know, the Lord has a way of teaching. I think he has a humor for those of us who live the wicked lies we lived, uh, like in my case, giving me six girls <laughs> and understanding 
how to how to tr- how to treat them, um, unlike what I did when when I was in the world. In any case, um, that's just a little side note. That was free. A couple of stories I want to share with you, and then we're going to get into um, our topic for today. And which you know, the title comes straight out of the Bible. It's uh, Isaiah ten. And um, we're going we're gonna to hit that in just a little bit. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees. And we're going to speak to that in just a minute. But <clears throat> there's a couple of stories out, and I kind of wanted to draw your attention to these. The first one is this one. This victim, this lady, in the Alec Baldwin shooting is the wife of an attorney at the firm representing, you remember, what was it, a month or month and a half ago, we, we reported on the Clinton attorney who was tied to the DNC that got indicted by Durham, and that was because the time was running out to do it. Well, she's the wife of an attorney at the firm representing this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In September, an attorney with ties to the Democratic National Committee and 2016 Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton was charged with lying to the FBI. Now we're discovering that Halna Hutchins, the woman shot and killed by Alec Baldwin, and I don't think he did it on purpose. I think really what they're looking for is the person who fixed that gun and said it was cold. That's really who you ought to be dealing with. That's the person in charge of that. During the filming of Rust, the movie Rust, was the wife of an attorney that's representing Michael Susson, who is the attorney that was indicted for lying to the FBI. And this came from Matt Crouch at the D.C. Patriot. Just when you thought this entire story couldn't get any weirder, so now it came to light that the woman that Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed is the wife of an attorney who works for the firm that's representing Michael Susson, the same guy that was just indicted by John Durham. Now, what is the link here? And why is that? I don't know. Was this something that was purposeful? It seems to me the lady was killed purposefully. Okay? And I'm not talking about by Alec Baldwin. I'm talking about by whoever set that gum, gun up. How in the world? I still can't figure this out. Same thing happened with what was the guy uh, down here in Wilmington, North Carolina, Brandon Lee. You know, years ago, they were filming a film uh, movie called, I think it was The Crow or something like that. And he was shot with a quote unquote prop gun. (laughs) And you kind of sit here going, has somebody not figured out a way to create a, a gun that can be used in films to where you can't? There's just no, it it functions like a real gun. It acts like a real gun, but it's really a cap gun. Let's just put it that way. That that does this, so there's no way you can put an actual projectile in there that would kill somebody. Nobody's figured that out yet. I think that's a, that's, maybe that'll be my next project is I'll find a way to develop a real life prop gun that looks and functions like a real one, but all it does is, you know, make a noise and make a light and you can't add anything to it. Anyway, just a thought. That's one story that's out. Another one is this one. This is for all you Trumpites out there. Trump went on an interview here and declared that Israel literally owned Congress. Now, most of you are going to laugh at that, right? Because you know the next line. Israel owned him, too. See how this guy plays everybody? See how he plays up to people? He tries to act like he's superior to them in knowledge, 
in righteousness and holiness, in greatness and superiority. Oh, Israel, they were owned, you know, Israel owned Congress. And here's what he told the guy, uh, Ari Hoffman. And I don't know Ari, uh, but this was the video that I pulled for. You know, the biggest change I've seen in Congress is Israel literally owned Congress. You understand that? This is what Trump said. Ten years ago, 15 years ago, and it was so powerful. It was so powerful. You know how he does his stuff. And today it's almost the opposite. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, it's not. You have between AOC and Omar and these people that hate Israel. They hate it with a passion. They're controlling Congress. and They're controlling Congress, really? And Israel's not a force in Congress anymore. I mean, it's just amazing. I've never seen such a change, and we're not talking about over a very long period of time. But I think you know exactly what I'm saying. This isn't my Donald Trump personation, okay? I'm, I'm telling you. That they had such power, Israel had such power, and rightfully, rightfully, this is, <laughs> they had power over Congress and rightfully over Congress, and now it doesn't. It's incredible, actually. I, I, I want you to think about that, you Trumpites. Donald Trump just said Israel had such power and rightfully over Congress. And now it doesn't. Um, Yeah, right. Don't believe that for a minute. And don't believe they don't have influence over the White House, too. These are the same people in a foreign country who are trying to push the FDA to approve and push boosters on you. And some of you... Dispensationalists, some of you Israel first, some of you I stand and support Israel. They're against you, and you don't even know it. Okay? Let's just be clear about that. They're against you, and you don't even know it. Now, the hypocrisy here is this. Donald Trump was owned by Israel. When he was while he was still president, Trump repeatedly stated that Israel, not oil, was the one reason the US must remain in the Middle East. Now he was there for oil too. We saw that in Syria, didn't we? We saw our troops guarding Syrian oil the areas where they where they're um bringing up the oil. And there's no doubt he's just like his predecessors. He wanted the oil, too. He wanted the resources. During a rally in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, on September the 8th, 2020, Trump said, the fact is we don't have to be in the Middle East other than we want to protect Israel. Friends, Israel can take care of itself. Trust me. They can take care of themselves. We've given them nukes. They're the only country that I know of right there in the Middle East who has them. We've been very good to Israel. Yes, we have. And for our blessing, what have we got? Have we gotten blessing or have we gotten cursing? I want to ask you people who believe in that dispensational nonsense. 
because you believe somehow the modern-day Antichrist Zionist state of Israel is somehow God's chosen people. It's not. The people of God are those who have the faith of Abraham, which means they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the promised seed who was given to Abraham, or he was the promise of the seed who was to come to bless the nations through Abraham. Now, I spoke on this the other week. Other than that, Donald Trump says, we don't have to be in the Middle East. You know, there was a time we needed desperately oil. We don't need that anymore. We didn't need it in the first place. We've got plenty of oil on our own patch of land. We don't need to go steal the resources that God has given to other countries. And that's what we've been doing, folks. That's what we've been doing. Trump, remember, was so Israel first that he would retweet a man that said he was like the second coming of God, the king of Israel. You guys remember that? I've got a link to that. I did a show on that. And then there was a video in which he was told that he was one of two messiahs to come. Now, not that, not that Donald Trump needed that encouragement to have a messiah complex, I'll tell you that. And Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, is considered the other messiah. And I'm not going to take time to do it because I did a whole show on it where I played it, and the, and the music uh, just gets, you know, Gangster's Paradise, that little ditty just gets on your nerves after a while. But I'll tell you this. I included... Bankster's Paradise in here. It's 20 minutes. If any of you do not think that Donald Trump was bought off, not bought off, he could never be bought off, you know, baloney. This guy, you will see in the video who he's bought off by. He's bought off first by the Banksters. That was in the 90s. And he's bought off by Sheldon Adelson and Israel. You can see it. You can see the headlines change with how they react to things. You can see it. Don't tell me this guy is not a puppet. He is. He's just a very unique, slick politician that's controlled opposition to keep you in check. That's, that's, all, that's all he is. All right? That's another one. One more story, and then we're going to get to this topic here. And let me, do, let me uh, make sure that when we have the outro that <laughs> it doesn't blow your ears out. <clears throat> We've got, um, I came across a video the other day. It's not like it's anything new. This is from 1985, okay? This is from 1985. There were a panel of doctors and experts on the Phil Donahue show. It's funny to me, you can look back and Phil Donahue was bringing on people, some people who are actually, America needed to listen to at the time. That's kind of interesting. Um. But I want to play this little video for you, and I want you to hear what these experts had to say about vaccines at the time, 1985, okay? We're how many years removed from that now? 35 years, something like that? I hope my math is good on that. Yeah, 35 years from that. So listen to this. Listen, listen, listen to what they have to say. It's just that I think the public needs to be informed. We need to be told the benefits versus the risk. We need to know what we're facing. Well, the and, darker and, side of the polio vaccine, and what nobody knows, is that Jonas Salk has pointed out that in the last 10 years in this country, two-thirds of all the cases of polio have been vaccine-induced. How many and cases only, is that, Bob? And, and, and only, and How only, many cases, Bob? 
Uh, would you not interrupt me for a second? I know, I know that, I know that doctors are used to interrupting patients, but not another doctor. I think, uh, but, but let's get. Uh, he does make a point that uh, we should also say Saban is live and uh, live vaccine and yeah. is uh, is inactive. Is inactive, inactive right. as we say in the laboratory. All right. Uh, how many was it? Uh, they ask. Well, how many people know that that the European epidemic of polio, there were about 20 or 30 cases in this country. Now, of course, the American doctors will argue that the reason why polio disappeared in this country was because of the vaccine. But then why did it disappear in Europe in the 1940s and the 1950s without mass vaccination? Right. Why doesn't it occur in the third world where only 10% of the people have ever been immunized against polio or anything else? That, so, in other words, we may be fighting a tiger that died. That's quite correct. Uh, ask the people in Great Britain. Ask the people uh, in Japan who uh, are back here. Gentlemen, yes. if you please, I've got probably the smartest audience we've ever had. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, how long a delayed action, if any, would you connect this with, like MS? MS a possibility. It would multiple sclerosis be one of the uh, possible as, results? As a matter of fact, there's a new publication that just came out from John Hoffman, who's a close associate of Tony Morris's, that gives the references linking MS in later life to the early introduction of live virus vaccines like measles and like some of the others that are live viruses. Now, at the present time, I would, I, I would, I would, at the present time, I would recommend that anybody who has MS or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, or any of those degenerative neurologic conditions of later life, carefully review their vaccine histories. I would also like to comment to that, because in connection with my case, I've been doing some research. Let me tell him once again, uh, Ms. Gundy, that you are a Guillain-Barre victim, uh, contracted following the uh, following your receipt of the uh, swine flu vaccination. Yes, and I, I am in the process of writing a book about my experience, and in the process, I've done considerable research and from what I have learned, it looks as if immunizations frequently cause autoimmune diseases, not only Guillain-Barre syndrome, but lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, and other types of yes. things. Now, I have no data at this yes, point. We should, also, we should also say that there's a good, good deal of evidence suggesting that multiple sclerosis may be the result of uh, distemper in an animal that the victim received during childhood. But, now, none of this is absolutely nailed to the wall. Once but that's the problem with this. How's a, what's a mother to do with all of these balls in the air and nobody really certain? I would just like to also comment that we had 46 million people vaccine, vaccinated with the swine flu shot. And I have written to Ralph Nader's organization. I have written to some of the government organizations trying to get them to do a survey, an ongoing survey, to see if these vaccinations do cause autoimmune diseases or what the reactions are. I can't even get a response because I'm not a doctor. I have no clout. I'm a nobody. Mrs. Well, Grant, why were you shaking your head? You know, it is known with that vaccine. It's with all vaccines. Yes. They are not interested in the adverse reactions. As a matter of fact, if I may, I'd like to invite anyone to write to me if they've had an adverse reaction. I'd like to help the government because they don't want to know, but I would like to know. I am a mother of three children, and I have been informed, and I've read up on these things. And I chose not to vaccinate my children, but when they get to school, why is it that I have to fight for my rights as a mother and the choice I've made? Let me just quickly, we're along, but that's a very important question. Here are the states in which uh, you either have the totally free 
uh, decision about whether or not to vaccinate, or there's, we're calling them loophole states, states where they're not going to send your child to uh, solitary if you don't have his card, you know? All right, California, uh, not all children must be immunized in these states. Some require religious reasons. Some places there is a bureaucratic hummer-hummer you have to go through to prove that you're this or that, and others it's probably easier. So just for the sake of simplifying this, Colorado, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Utah, Vermont, Washington, and Wisconsin. If your state is not on there, it means that your child is going to be left at the kindergarten door feeling very, very much an outcast because he didn't get his immunization shots. And we'll be back in a moment. All right. So <clears throat> that's 1985. And yes, there's a little bit of comic relief. For those of you on radio, you just don't get the full effect of this. Looking back 35 years ago at makeup, hair, and clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say that uh, you know Phil Donahue had a big full of hair head of hair. That uh, I wish I had that. Um, but in any case, in any case, you hear that thirty five years ago they were dealing with this. They were pointing out this is not something new. This has been going on for a long time, where they've been trying. People have been trying to warn the public about the dangers of vaccines. Now I played for you yesterday on the show. The nurse who was being walked out of Kaiser Permanente. If you guys go to that video and read, most of the comments are great. And I can't help but think Kaiser Permanente found that video, sent some of their trolls in there, or they're just trolls that are, you know, for whatever. I've never seen this kind of vitriol on Rumble yet. But boy, I saw it yesterday and the day before. And I play, I, I read, I read you some of those. Some of the other people came in and were doing it too. And they were like, well, you, you're a nurse. You, you've had vaccines before, or you couldn't have got this job, blah, blah, blah. And then what's, now you're claiming religious exemption? I don't believe that. It's not a sincerely held belief, blah, blah, blah. Well, this isn't a vaccine. They keep using that term fraudulently. And we've had Suzanne, who's in the chat, um, who was a registered nurse, and she knows about these things. She said, Tim, this, this is not a vaccine. Kate, has, who comes on Saturday, has said, Tim, this, this meets the, the definition of a medical device. And we showed you, was it Tabor's Medical Dictionary? That has not changed. Webster's tried to change vaccine to suit what they were putting out. The CDC has changed their definition to cover their backsides. Too late, guys. You've already been busted. This is why people are rejecting it. It isn't a vaccine. Bill Gates says, well, Moderna says, which is tied to DARPA, that it's an operating system to hack your DNA. That is not the same thing as a vaccine. Not that vaccines are good either. So just want to just want to make clear this has been going on for some time, guys. In fact, uh, in this particular article, and you can find this at sonslibertymedia.com, <clears throat> I showed you this. Fauci, what, ten years ago? He was involved in pushing the swine flu shots, trying to do the same thing that he's doing today, that they're getting away with. And then I showed you the video where 60 Minutes, this was from the 70s, I believe. Uh, this, yeah, this was from the 70s, 1976, where he was dealing with the swine flu. So this is ten year, almost 10 years earlier than what I played for you on Donahue. And this is when they actually used to produce real news <laughs> journalism. 
And then now we're finding out that, that Fauci has been engaged in torturing and killing dogs. But now that got everybody upset. <laughs> that united all the political spectrum. Oh, he's killing dogs? Yeah, it wasn't enough that he was killing babies. It wasn't enough that he's using aborted fetal cells. It wasn't enough that they were that they're killing the 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 vintage in our society. Some people call them the elderly, the vintage in our society. It's not enough that they're killing uh fathers and husbands and wives and mothers. It's not enough that they're doing that. As soon as you kill the dog, right there's Romans one, folks. Right there's Romans one. You kill. You can kill humans all day long, and people will justify it. They'll find a way around it. You kill a puppy, hey, you're in trouble. Why? Go read Romans 1, 18 and following. Men idolize that. If they're not going to worship and honor God, they're going to find something else they're going to do it with. And believe you me, they don't have to take and make a graven image to do it. They'll find and worship the creature rather than the creator, as Paul says in Romans 1. So that leads to the topic today. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees. We're seeing here, and this comes from... uh, The Department of Labor on Monday said that... My goodness, what in the world? I hate it when videos just start playing all themselves. I don't like it. If, If you see something on the site, it's not because I try to make them where they don't, but sometimes they don't give me that, the code thing where it says yes or no, if you want to play that. So sorry about that. This comes from The Hill. Biden's vaccine mandate to be published soon. He has no authority to put this. He doesn't even have authority to be telling federal employees to take this shot. He has no authority to do that. He's in violation of the Constitution. He's in violation of the Nuremberg Code. And yet, there's no mandate yet. I just want people to understand, no mandate. So any of these uh, corporations or businesses that are firing people or the military that's telling, um, you know, the military guys they have to get the shot or they're going to be dishonorably discharged, there's no mandate in the first place. And if there was, it's illegal. It's unconstitutional. This is what The Hill said. The Department of Labor on Monday said that the Biden administration's vaccine ma- vaccine, vaccinate mandate Okay, this is the heel. That sounds like something I would mess up on. Okay, Uh, vaccine mandate for businesses, which is, and they don't have any authority over businesses. My goodness. Which is being developed by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, which is unconstitutional. They're not listed anywhere in Article 1 or Article 2 of the Constitution. They're just not there. We never authorized health and science in any of this crap. And that's what it is, this crap. Dung is a biblical word here will be published soon. On November the 1st, the Office of Management and Budget completed its regulatory review of the emergency temporary standard. The Federal Reserve or Federal Register will publish the emergency temporary standard in the coming days, a Labor Department spokesman said in a statement. OSHA's been crafting an emergency temporary. See, it's always an emergency. It's an emergency. You need to be scared, and so therefore we have to give you a solution because we're the government. Doesn't matter if you didn't give us authority, we're going to do it for for your safety. Oh, by the way, you can still murder your babies. It will cover for you on that. But we don't care about their safety or the safety and health of the mother, but but what because we're getting paid off for that. 
They've been crafting an emergency temporary standard to enact the mandate, which requires that all companies with at least 100 employees, or what's the subjective number of 100 employees? If you got 99, you're in the clear, right? (laughs) This is is what tyrants do. They're so subjective. They usurp authority. And unless the people put them back in their place, and I'm telling you, the only way way you're going to put these people back in their place is to eliminate D.C. You're going to have to dissolve it, period. You're just going to have to dissolve it. Either the states are going to come together and dissolve D.C., and then once those criminals come back home, you start charging them, and you start prosecuting them for their crimes against the people, which have included death because of their behavior. I'm not saying don't give them due process. I mean give them due process. And when they're convicted, you don't put them up for the rest of their life. You put them in the public square and you end their life because of what they've done. People are dying as a result of this lie, this facade that's going on. Okay? Very clear about that. That is a biblical punishment for what's going on, too. It's also a United States punishment. Infringing on the liberty of the people that where they die can end you with you giving your life. Biden announced a sweeping vaccine or test mandate on se- in September. Covered employers must develop, implement, and enforce a mandatory COVID-19 vaccination policy unless they adopt a policy requiring employees to choose either to get vaccinated or to undergo regular COVID-19 testing and wear a face covering at work, the, spokesman, the spokesperson said, who, does, who isn't named. <clears throat> they never are. The standard will also require employers to provide paid time off for workers to get vaccinated. Now, now they're going to tell you, employer, what you're going to do with your employees and what you're going to do with your money. You're going to pay the employees to go get this shot or get tested. Which, by the way, the tests have, my understanding, is they have the same stuff on there that they use for a woman when she goes for a smear test. That's my understanding. And many times those women come out with various ovarian cancers, cervical cancers, and things of that nature, plus whatever the barbs are on there that seem to be, I don't want to say alive, but they definitely move. I've seen some of the stuff of what they do. And paid sick leave for vaccinated employees who have side effects from the shot. I mean, listen to this. (laughs) Guess what, employers? If you go along with this, by the way, let me just be clear. A mandate is not law. It's not even policy. It is a contract. And it requires two agreeable parties. So if you're an employer, you tell OSHA they can go jump in the lake of fire for all you care. Don't don't get in part uh don't get in bed with them over this mandate. A mandate is not law. They don't have the they don't have the authority to write law. Congress has not given authority to write law, nor do they have authority to write this law as law. Just letting you know. But employers, they're telling you you're going to pay the people to go get the shot and get tested. And if they get sick, <clears throat> let's think about what that is. Maybe it's they don't feel good for a couple of days. You got to pay them for that while they stay out of work. Maybe they're like some of these other people and they become paralyzed. Guess whose responsibility that this is not OSHA, it ain't Joe Biden. It's yours. It's your it's on your it's on your uh it's on your bill. 
That's what they said. Sick leave for vaccinated employees who have side effects from the shot. See, they're putting it off on you. And you're a fool if you go along with it. If you're an employer and you go along with this, you're a fool. You're a fool. It's all on you. And this is how this is how they've been getting us. They've been getting us through the legalese language, the very thing that Jesus woed the Pharisees about in Matthew 23. Oh, if you swear about the temple, it's no big deal. But if you swear by the gold of the temple, you see all these technical little things and stuff they do, and that's how they get you. And the devil is really in the details. It really is. We're told by the Hill before the ETS is published, the White House has been encouraging employers to implement their own vaccination rules. Major corporations, including United Airlines and Tyson Foods, have imposed their own mandates for employees or for employers. And I'll tell you, you guys need to get these forms off of SundaysLibertyMedia.com. I'll have them linked up in the archive this morning that Corey Lynn did for the Solari Report. And you need to start dealing with these guys and suing their pants off. Okay? You need to sue their pants off. All right, so why is there a woe to these people? Well, let me take you over into Isaiah chapter 10. And this is what he says. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees, and that write grievousness which they have prescribed, to turn aside the needy from judgment, and to take away the right from the poor of my people, that widows may be their prey, and that they may rob the fatherless. You guys remember the uh, all the stuff that was going on? Was it la- was it last year? Time goes by so fast. It was was it last year when the whole Antifa stuff was going on in the summer, and the riots were going? They were burning little areas of cities around the country and stuff. And Trump did nothing except come out and blow hard. They were devaluing the property. And then you were having companies come in, some of like BlackRock and such, coming in and buying up the land for pennies on the dollar. And they'll they'll rebuild it, and then they'll sell it and, and make a fortune, or they'll rent it. They'll hold on to it, and they'll rent it. whatever the case may be. It was a way for them to buy up property. You don't think Trump knew anything about this? Oh, Tim, he had bad advisors. I thought he was the smartest guy on the planet. I thought he was the greatest president that ever lived. I thought he was the most pro-life. I thought all of this greatness, that nobody did anything like Trump. Why are you making excuses for him? And yet he was unconstitutional, too. He pushed some unconstitutional junk here, too. But I want to drive something. Why is this coming in Isaiah chapter 10? And then I want to draw it to a parallel to what's happening today. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees and that write grievousness which they have prescribed. Well, many believe there's something that came before this. Remember I told you context is important, right? And what comes before Isaiah chapter 10 it's Isaiah chapter 9. And I just want to read this to you because I don't think it's going to take a lot of explanation. I mean, we could get bogged down in a lot of details, but I just want you to understand what's going on here and why he says, why he pronounces the woe. That's a judgment. Judgment is coming on you people who are doing this. 
In verse 8 of chapter 9, it says, The Lord sent a word into Jacob, and it hath lighted upon Israel. And all the people shall know, even Ephraim and the inhabitant of Samaria, that say in the pride and stoutness of heart, the bricks are fallen down, but we will build with hewn stones. The sycamores are cut down, but we will change them into cedars. Therefore, the Lord shall set up the adversaries of Rezin against him and join his enemies together, the Syrians before and the Philistines behind, and they shall devour Israel with open mouth. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. For the people turneth not unto him that smiteth them, neither do they seek the Lord of hosts. Therefore, the Lord will cut off. Ugh. Okay. Sorry about that. I got to undo my phone here so it'll not do that kind of thing. Sorry about that. Therefore, the Lord will cut off from Israel head and tail, branch and rush in one day. The ancient and honorable, he is the head, and the prophet that teaches lies, he is the tail. For the leaders of this people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. Uh, let me stop here, and then I'll finish what I'm doing here. I want you to think about this a second. I, I've dealt with several people who say this, but we had a guy, and I, I mentioned him to you the other day. He was dispensational, um, coming to the Rumble channel, and he wanted to troll a little bit and show his stupidity and his ignorance. And he, when I pointed out that he was actually supporting a guy, Donald Trump, who promoted the sodomite agenda, who funded Planned Parenthood $100 million more a year than Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, who funded the Muslims three times more than Barack Hussein, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, who fooled you about the wall, who paid Big Pharma billions of your dollars unconstitutionally, who pushed the shot, still pushes it today, who attacked your Second Amendment saying, and your Fourth and Fifth Amendment as well, saying, go take your guns, We'll get to due process later. Whose DOJ was paying off the states to implement red flag laws, all this stuff that Donald Trump did. And he goes, well, he's not a pastor. He's not a preacher. He's No, he's not a minister. That was the term he used. And I said, have you not read Romans 13, dude? The king or the authority, that's how we will see it. The king or the authority that's there in Romans 13 is what? The minister of God. And I said to him the same thing I say to every person who gives me that nonsense or says, we're not electing a pastor or a pastor in chief, we're electing commander in chief. Oh, so let's break that down. What you really want is a very moral person, a good character person in your pulpit but when it comes to the White House, when it comes to your representatives, when it comes to the city council, when it comes to any of these, you don't care about their ethics or their morality or their character, right? And no, I didn't say that. Well, wait a minute. You're saying one's not as important as the other, and they're not a minister of God when the Bible says they clearly are. And so why would the people who are the government in this country, in the United States, we the people, that's what that means. We're establishing something, or our founding fathers established something. Why in the world would we elect people 
who don't have any character that's better than we would want in our pulpits. Now, let me tell you the, the, the cognitive dissonance here, the hypocrisy, if you will. If that is your mindset, then why do you complain when they show their corruption? They're not a pastor-in-chief. Why are you trying to hold them to that when they're corrupt? You see the hypocrisy that goes on here? What you're doing is you want somebody that looks like you. You want a God that looks like you, and you want representatives that look like you so that you can feel comfortable about the sin that you're engaged in. That's what it, that's what it comes down to. Anybody who watched Donald Trump, yes, he said some great things on the campaign trail and stuff, but you watched his pride and his arrogance. And too many people in this country have that. The very sin that got Lucifer kicked out of heaven. It's a serious sin. God opposeth the proud. He gives grace to the humble. And yet the people of this country have followed after him and they continue following it. Yes, there was a, I think there was a great injustice done in the election. I'm all with you people. I don't care if you're a Trumpite or not a Trumpite or whatever the case may be. I'm with you on that. Okay. But it's this, it's this worship. And I know people don't like that term, but that is exactly what it is. The voice of a God and not of a man. Just like what they did with Herod. And they treat him like that. They treat him like he's a Messiah, like he's the only Savior. Look at some of these these people who pop in the chat. You guys are in the chat. Who are Trumpites? Trump, one guy, he waits till I'm done. His name's Jerry something. I don't know. Anyway, he waits till I'm done, and he goes, Trump is the man with the plan. Yeah, the plan to deceive you. Some others come in and go, we have no hope but in Trump. Trump is our only Savior. And these are professed Christians who say that stuff. Let me continue on with what happened here in Isaiah chapter 9. And I'll reread that little portion there in verse 16. For the leaders of this people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. They're destroyed. Therefore the Lord shall have no joy in their young men, Neither shall have mercy on their fatherless and widows. For every one is an hypocrite and an evildoer, and every mouth speaketh folly. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. For wickedness burneth as the fire. It shall devour, devour the briars and thorns, and shall kindle in the thickets of the forest, and they shall mount up like the lifting of the smoke. Through the wrath of the Lord of hosts is the land darkened, and the people shall be as the fuel of the fire. No man shall spare his brother. And he shall snatch on the right hand and be hungry, and he shall eat on the left hand, and they shall not be satisfied. They shall eat every man the flesh of his own arm. Manasseh, Ephraim, and Ephraim, Manasseh, and they together shall be against Judah. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. This is judgment. 
Well, that can never happen here, Tim. We, we, we're the freest kind. See, hear that pride and arrogance coming in? Let me, let me ask you this. Why was America free? Why was it free? Not is free. Why it was it free? Because at one time, we actually believed the Bible. And we believed it so much that not only do we honor it with our, with our individual lives, we honored it in our families, we honored it in our churches, and we honored it in the civil government. Go back and read some of your state laws, especially if you were in the original 13 states. They not only said what a law was and said what the punishment was, they referenced it from Scripture. Exhibit A, uh, I'll put in the, the, um, the archive later this morning, is the, the article I did on the issue of sodomy. The sodomy is a sin by which you should be repentant of, just like the Corinthians were. Such were some of you, but you were washed and you were cleansed. But if you're engaged in that, God is not loving you. His wrath is abiding on you. It is evidence that he has given you over to that, not that he has embraced you. And that's just one of many things. But there was these things. I want to read just a a slight commentary here. Actually, I want to read two if I got time to do it. Just on this passage here of verse 1 out of Isaiah, listen to what John Calvin had to say. Isaiah now attacks the people more closely as he did in the first and second chapters to make them feel that they are justly afflicted. For men never acknowledge that they are justly punished till they have been manifestly convicted and constrained. Though they were sufficiently convicted by former proofs, still he found it necessary to come to particulars that by means of, their, uh, by means of them their hypocrisy might be exposed. For men are so brazen-faced as to think that any excuse shields them and openly to accuse God. When they had become so shameless, it was impossible for him to rebuke them too sharply or to carry his accusations beyond proper limits so as to shut their mouths, whether they would or not. You ever had somebody that you knew they were doing something? You knew it. You had the evidence that they were doing it and everything else, and they would they would just not admit it for anything. That this this is this is what he and they would even justify it. They would try to justify their behavior. This is what God's dealing with in Israel, and He's going to bring a judgment upon them that's very severe. Now. <clears throat> I also like John Gill, great Reformed Baptist expositor. Listen to what he has to say here. He says, though the Targum and other versions understand it of a threatening denounced, and it is to be understood as lying against lawgivers and judges, political rulers, and governors of the people that made unrighteous laws, laws that were not agreeable to the law of God. And that's it. If the law is not congruent to the law of God, it is not law, it's pretended law. This is why I'm telling you right now, I understand it's for your safety, the same way the vaccine is, a speeding issue is not law. 
They can say it. They can thug you for your money and extort you, but it is not law. It has no moral consequence to speed or not to speed because speeding is subjectively defined. 35 over here, 25 over there, 55 over here, 70 over here, whatever. And even those don't apply because we know all of us are sinners. What do we tend to do? Do we tend, is anybody out there actually drive under that speed limit? Everybody drives over the speed limit. Literally. Get out on the highway and you'll find that out real quick. And then he goes on, um, Gil goes on and he says this, nor right reason and were injurious to the persons and properties of men and which were calculated for the oppression of good men, especially the poor and for the protection of wicked men who made no conscience of spoiling them. And that right grievousness which they have prescribed laws grievous and intolerable being made by them they wrote them or ordered them to be written to be engrossed and promulgated publish them and oblige the people to be subject to them is that sounding familiar this some understand of the scribes and judges who sat in court and who wrote out the decrees and sentences made by them but it rather intends the same persons as before and not ecclesiastical but that's that's church people, okay? That's that's the elders in the church. But political governors are meant, and such as live before the Babylonian captivity, and otherwise the whole is applicable to the scribes and Pharisees, to the Misnic doctors, to the authors of the oral law, the fathers of tradition, whose decisions and decrees were unrighteous and injurious and contrary to the commands of God, heavy burdens and grievous to be born, and very oppressive of the poor, the fatherless, and the widow, for which they are reproved by Christ. Friends, governors, politicians, are accountable to God, too. And you better get those idols out of your head because you like some things they did, or you like the way they look, or you like how they said something, because they are representatives of you, and they are ministers of God. And I can't speak to them on this platform because I don't know who listens, but they need to repent if they're involved in this stuff. And here's the thing, you need to repent too. Repent towards God, follow His law, and have faith in the Lord Jesus that he covers your sins for where you've broken it. Because that's the only sacrifice for sin we've got is in the Lord Jesus. You guys have a great day. Uh, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can also catch him on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, and Rumble page, Sons of Liberty Radio. Don't forget to subscribe there. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be back with you at the Common Core Diva tomorrow on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. See ya. <laughs>